This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Chest Physiotherapy by Susan Hamilton. Healthcare workers in all healthcare settings should always adhere to the latest World Health Organization guidelines on hand hygiene and barrier precautions before and after contact with a patient, bodily fluids, or patient surroundings. For more information, please watch our video entitled Hand Hygiene. Introduction Hi, I'm Sue Hamilton. I'm a nurse educator at Children's Hospital Boston. I'm here to talk to you today about some techniques of chest physical therapy that include percussion, vibration, and postural drainage. Indications Chest physiotherapy is used to help improve a patient's pulmonary function, including gas exchange and lung compliance. This is accomplished through mobilizing secretions, which are present in the artificial airways and or lungs of a critically ill child. You would want to perform this procedure in order to stimulate a productive cough and improve aeration in patients with disorders that result in mucus production. These disorders include, but are not limited to, pneumonia, acute atelectasis, bronchiolitis, Cystic Fibrosis Contraindications Some healthcare providers would refrain from performing this procedure in patients with active hemoptysis or coagulopathy, which is characterized by a platelet count of less than 50,000. You should also exercise caution in patients with rib fractures or metastases an active pulmonary embolism, an untreated pneumothorax, a bone density deficiency, or recent spinal injury or surgery. Equipment. You will need the following equipment to perform the procedure. Suction catheter, connection tubing, Suction source with a receptacle. Oxygen source. Manual ventilation bag and mask with manometer. Stethoscope. Personal protective equipment. Clean gloves. Pre-procedure assessment and monitoring. Before starting, you should do an assessment of the patient's lungs and listen for wheezing or crackles or aeration that is not equal on either side. I'm just going to listen to this baby now. Uh, 
Also, assess the patient's ability to be placed into the different postural drainage positions. If the patient has lines, tubes, IVs that may keep you from doing that, or if the patient happens to lower their oxygen level in one particular position, you would want to know that prior to starting. Get a set of baseline vital signs and a baseline pain score and find out, make sure that the patient doesn't have any um, causes of pain in the chest area that would keep you from doing this procedure. Also make sure to explain the procedure to the patient and family. As I said, parents can sometimes be a little bit concerned when they hear the noise of percussion and think that it may be hurting their child. Procedure. I'm gonna start first by just talking about postural drainage. I'm gonna talk about each of the techniques and then I'm going to demonstrate them on this baby. So first would be postural drainage, and that just means the positioning of the patient to allow gravity to help to mobilize secretions. This is done in conjunction with the percussion and vibration. And if a patient can't tolerate all the position changes that may be involved, modifications certainly can be made or the patient can be kept either in a flat or elevated position through the entire. There are generally six positions or basic positions that you can use, and I'm going to demonstrate those after the end of this talk. Now I'm gonna talk about percussion. Percussion is a painless rhythmic clapping with a cupped hand over an area of the chest. You basically want to take your hand and make almost a C with it. And you wanna have a loose wrist, and you the way to percuss is to go over an area of the chest and getting full the C against the chest so that there is a pocket of air there that creates a nice seal for doing the percussion. You would perform percussion for one to two minutes in each of the given areas and that is done to help assist mobilization of secretions. Following that, you can go ahead and do vibration, which is basically a sustained downward vibrating motion on, with the flat part of the palm. It's important to only do the vibration piece of this when the patient is exhaling. It also helps with mobilization of secretions. So after you're done percussing, you can put your hand flat, you can use your other hand to help you, and when the patient has an exhalation, you can just vibrate very gently. I find that most babies actually are very soothed by this procedure. Some people, because you can end up making a loud clapping noise, patient uh, or parents can be afraid that children are being hurt, but they're not being hurt. And as I said, most babies actually find this to be very soothing. When doing the actual procedure, you wanna to continue to look at the patient's vital signs, how their oxygenation is doing, the patient's tolerance to the different position changes, the tolerance to the actual percussion and vibration, how strong the patient's cough is, their ability to cough and mobilize secretions, and how their overall comfort is. I'm going to go ahead and start to get ready to do the actual procedure by putting on my personal protective equipment. Now that I've assessed my patient and prepared the family and the patient for the procedure, I'm going to go ahead and start I'm going to do six different positions on the patient. As I mentioned before, you would normally go for one to two minutes in each position. For the sake of this video, I'm not going to do the full one to two minutes, but that's would be expected of what you would do. I'm gonna start with the 
anterior segments of the upper lobes. The patient should start out supine in a flat position, and I'm going to start with percussing above between the nipple line and the clavicle line, first on the right for one to two minutes, and then on the left for one to two minutes. So I would start, start on the right, I would do percussion. I'd be noting how the patient is tolerating it. Be looking for any color changes or oxygenation changes in the patient. I would continue that for one to two minutes, and then I would follow that with some vibrations. I would wait for the patient to exhale and vibrate. You do that three or four times. You'd see if you're starting to get any productive secretions from the patient. Then you would move on to the left side and continue to do that for one to two minutes as well. After finishing the anterior upper lobes, you want to move on to the posterior segments of the upper lobes as well. If you start with using the right side, you can keep the patient flat, but when you come over to the left side, you want to elevate the head of the bed some and go ahead and percuss basically between the spine and the axilla. And again, using that cupping motion for one to two minutes as such. And at the end, you want to wait for the patient to exhale and give a few good vibrations. If the patient needs any suctioning, you could go ahead and do this at this point and before you move on to the next position. Point of clarification. Please note that we will now show the appropriate patient positioning for the four remaining positions. It is expected that you would continue to perform percussion and vibration for one to two minutes on each side in each position, as previously demonstrated. The next position that you will do is the anterior mid-lung. For this position, you preferably want to have the patient in about a 10 degree slope downwards, as long as the patient can tolerate that. I'm using a pillow to help position my patient, and I have one little pillow under her head for comfort. I have her hand up over her head, but whatever is most comfortable for your patient. So once you have the patient in a good position and the patient's on their side, you want to percuss space over the uh, nipple line that is most adjacent to you. So again, you want to do one to two minutes of percussion followed by some vibration. The next position, you'll just move the patient back supine keeping her head down the 10 degrees if at all possible. I'm going to remove her pillow now to help get a better position. And now I'm going to try to do um, the chest PT in the anterior bases of the lower lobes. I'm going to percuss below the axilla over the lower ribs followed by some upward vibration and repeat on the left side. Now you'll go ahead and work on the lateral bases of both sides. Again, get the patient in a head-dependent position of about 10 degrees, as long as the patient is comfortable. And you want to first do percussion on the lower ribs along the side. So this is going for the lateral bases of the lower lobes, followed by vibrations on exhalation. Then you would turn the patient to the other side and do the other side. And then the last position would be the posterior bases. So if the patient can tolerate, you can bring the patient a little bit more prone. If the patient doesn't tolerate a full turn, you can do a modified turn 
And again, you're going to do the cupping on the back side. Be careful not to overlie the spine or to go near the kidneys, followed by vibration. Once you're all done with all of the positions, the six positions that I showed you, you wanna bring the patient back supine and make an assessment of the baby and decide whether the patient needs to be suctioned or to help the patient with their cough. Post-procedure assessment and monitoring. After placing the patient back in a supine position, you want to do another overall assessment of how the patient tolerated the procedure and also suction any secretions that may have come up during the percussion and vibration. My patient sounds as though she has some secretions in the back of her throat. She has a productive cough, but I'm going to go ahead and suction her nose to see if we can get some of those secretions up. As I section her, I'm going to note the color, the consistency, and if there's any odor from the secretions that I do get up. This patient actually has very few secretions. If she will tolerate it, I will just suction the inside of her mouth and make sure that there's no further secretions there. Once I'm done suctioning and I'm sure that the patient looks well, I will do another assessment of lung sounds and see if there's any change from the beginning of the procedure. It is important to monitor the patient's vital signs, including oxygen saturation, heart rate, blood pressure, and respiratory rate and effort. You will also want to assess the patient's lungs, which includes listening for the presence of any wheezing, crackles, and whether or not aeration is equal on both sides and the ability to place the patient in different positions. Finally, you will want to monitor the patient's oxygenation, tolerance of position, cough, and comfort during the procedure. Complications. The complications that you may observe include oxygen desaturations, pain or injury to the patient's ribs, muscles, or spine, vomiting, aspiration of oral secretions into the lungs, increased intracranial pressure, hypotension, bleeding in the lungs. Documentation. Following chest physiotherapy, you should document the following information in the patient's medical record. The indication for the procedure. The date and time of the procedure. The characteristics of any secretions, including amount, color, consistency, and odor. The strength and productiveness of the patient's cough. The vital signs before, during, and after the procedure the resolution or persistence of the indication for the procedure, the patient's comfort during the procedure, and any adverse outcomes. This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org.